0: This is Journal Talk, episode 23, with my special guest and gratitude expert, Lisa Ryan.
1: I actually journal in a number of ways, because this is what works for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a regular journal, which is pretty much my stream of consciousness when I wake up in the morning that I just release my thoughts on paper.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: I have been keeping a journal, actually, since I was hmm, probably 13 or 14 years old. And it's interesting to go back. Actually, that's one of the things that I'm doing now is I'm going back and I'm rereading some of that, (laughs) some of those entries and realizing how my journaling really saved me back then, you know, When you're a teenager and there's a lot of Mm -hmm. anger that you have to let out, I let mine out on paper. Mm -hmm. My gratitude journal is basically my five sentences that I write first thing in the morning, like I said, before I even get out out of bed in the morning, because I want to set that positive expectation for the day. And then I actually have a journal that I call my WINS journal, W-I-N-S. And what that is, is I do that as I'm going to bed at night where I consider all my wins, what happened during the day that Mm -hmm. went, so I can go back and acknowledge it. And, yeah, some days, again, it's more difficult than others. If I'm going to bed after having a bad day, then I can, by forcing myself to come up with five good things about my day, it, it puts a different spin
3: on it. Thank you for tuning into Journal Talk, nominated the best health and fitness podcast of 2013. We're here to bring you the latest news, trends, and inspiring tips about journal writing. Our whole library of free Journal Talk episodes can be found at www.writeforlife.us. And here's our host of Journal Talk, the Dr. Phil of Journaling, Nathan Oren. Well, hello and Happy New Year, everyone.
0: I hope your 2014 has started off well. Uh, It's always exciting this time of year. I see so many people interested in renewing their interest in keeping a journal, whether it's going to be a fresh start or people sometimes got journals as Christmas presents or they're starting off their New Year's resolutions, and they want to start keeping a log about it. It's just so great. I'm on Twitter and Facebook, and I see everybody mentioning how they're getting into it and really starting to see some some great results, and they're having fun exploring themselves. It's great, and I just want to reach out to each and every one and, and just offer my my help and my encouragement. Here on Journal Talk, you know, we started our New Year's resolution preparation back in October, so please go back and check the episode called Getting Started, Staying Started. It was one of the most popular episodes of the entire year 2013, over 300 downloads of just that one episode, and uh, it was really really a great uh, chance to talk about New Year's resolutions and uh, getting into a new habit, so please go and check that out today on Journal Talk at the beginning of the year We're going to start out with some gratitude. You know, I've been wanting to do an episode about gratitude journaling for a long time now, and I went to a conference not too long ago, and I met this woman, Lisa Ryan. Uh, She's a finalist in the Connector's Choice Awards for the Keynote Speaker of the Year. She's the author of several books, including The Upside of Downtimes, Discovering the Power of Gratitude. And she's also featured in a couple of movies. Uh, One is The Keeper of the Keys and also uh, very recently The Gratitude Experiment. Lisa has started an entire business revolving around helping people and companies to incorporate the strategy of gratitude in their lives. So it's really great. It's called Gratitude. And what I love is that she agrees. One important aspect of gratitude is writing it down, gratitude journaling. So I knew that she would make a perfect guest for this episode. I have four segments of conversation with her to share with you. But to start things off, just a little personal note of gratitude personally from me to you. Right now, I'm on my way to Las Vegas, Nevada, where they're holding the New Media Expo. It's social media experts, bloggers, podcasters from all over the country are coming together to share and to learn how to make a positive impact in the world through social media. And I'm just really thrilled to be attending, and I want to really thank you for sending me there. I'm going to be looking forward to attending sessions about best practices and podcasting. I'll be networking with other people, and the original reason, the, the catalyst for my going there is because I I want to be there when they announce the winners of the ninth annual People's Choice Podcast Awards. So for new people tuning in, the People's Choice Podcast Awards are held each year in November, and this last November, 2013, Journal Talk, this show was nominated as the best health and fitness podcast of the year. And uh, so people, I was wrestling up uh, votes from people, and everything's tallied up. I am so grateful to all the Journal Talk listeners, not only for nominating the podcast, but for voting every day for 15 days so that we could win the the trophy. And by the end of this episode, I will have the results of that contest, and I'll be sure to share them with you just as soon as I know them. Uh, Meanwhile, in this first part of the dialogue with Lisa Ryan, She's going to share with us how she first became enamored with the practice of gratitude journaling and some very specific examples of what gratitude journaling has done in her life. Listen in.
4: Thank you so much, Lisa. Welcome to Journal Talk.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
4: Sure. It was wonderful meeting you at the Impact and Influence Workshop. It was nice sitting next to you at the lunches and talking about gratitude, and I was really inspired by some of the things that you shared with me, and then when I went to look up your site and Gratitude and the whole plate of offerings that you have, I was just blown away, so I'm really glad that you're here and you could take some time to share with the Journal Talk audience what you're about and what you contribute to the world.
1: Sure. The the thing that I love about those types of seminars is I love going to an empty table and sitting down or putting my stuff down and seeing who happens to sit at the table, because I have this belief that I will be sitting with the exactly perfect people that I'm supposed <laughs> to. And see, you sat down at the table. So we were <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, that's great. That's great. Why don't we start with just what got you into gratitude? And then I'll ask also about your journaling habits.
1: Sure. What got me specifically into journaling about gratitude actually happened in 2009. I went to a four-day intensive seminar. You see a pattern here. I love these three and (laughs) four-day intensives. But it was a four-day intensive that I attended with three of my friends. And at the end of the seminar, like always, we were just jacked up. We were so excited about all the things that we learned and everything that we were going to start putting into practice. And we Mm -hmm. also knew from previous experience that there probably wasn't going to be that long of a time before we started to slide back to where we Mm. were before the seminar. So one of my friends had the idea of, hey, let's write down three or four things that we learned from the seminar, you know, experiences Mm -hmm. that we had, people we met, and we committed to doing that every day. And then almost at a side note, one of my other friends said, hey, why don't we write down three things that we're grateful for too?
2: Okay. Mm.
1: I mean, I went into this gratitude journaling with no expectations. I was simply recording three things that I was grateful for and sharing that with friends. We held each other accountable for it and we did it every day. Mm. And within a very short period of time, I noticed that a lot of things in my life started to change. I mean, it was so significant that I had to step back and take a look at what was going on. What had I changed? And I realized that the only thing that I had physically changed was this daily practice of gratitude. So that's Mm. when I started the research on it and literally reading hundreds of reports and white papers and reading books, attending programs, really studying on the power of gratitude. And there's so much more to it than just feeling good because you're expressing appreciation for the things that you have. There's Mm -hmm. science that supports it, and it is an amazing practice that in the last four years has literally transformed every area of my life.
4: Wow, wow, wow. That's fantastic. Uh, great testimonial for the power of gratitude. Could you share some of the specifics? What kinds of things were changing in that year of 2009?
1: Sure. Yeah, I was in medical sales at the time, and being in my territory, of course, I had lots of customers, some of whom I saw more often than others. And the first thing that I noticed is that customers that I hadn't talked to for a while. Started calling me and started pursuing me to go in there and sell them stuff. I was like, well, that's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was two very large clients or uh, potential clients that I had been calling on for five years that closed. I actually mm-hmm. noticed it from my husband. I mean, I, he's uh, my husband's an awesome guy, but he started becoming more and more verbally appreciative. You know, little things like, thanks for cleaning up the kitchen. And I'm like, well, I, I know I don't do it all that often, but you <laughs> <he's> thanking me.
2: <laughs> so, these great, little great. things
1: that I started to notice how much, how more often I was getting thanked and paying <laughs> attention to gratitude that just kind of got me curious as far as is there more to it than just, again, this feel-good reaction that I was having.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. And so I take it you're still writing things, Dan. Do you have literally a binder or notebook, or how do you do your gratitude journal today?
1: Well, funny thing, because it has transformed. A lot. I do it in a lot of different ways. For the first several years, I or when I very first started, I had a gratitude journal. You know, very nice, pretty, uh, with the days numbered and everything.
2: Mm-hmm. And I was keeping
1: that, and it almost got to be a little intimidating because you know, number one, it's so pretty that you don't want to have to cross anything out. And oh yeah, then <laughs> if I missed a day, I would feel really guilty because the day was you know was blank. So I started it just in a notebook on loose-leaf paper in a binder. And that worked mm-hmm. really, really well, because basically now, instead of actually journaling paragraphs upon paragraphs, I write down five sentences a day. I am grateful for, I'm grateful for, and I try to add a little bit of detail to it. So instead mm-hmm. of just saying, I'm grateful for my husband, I'm grateful for my cat, I'm grateful for my house, I'll write that I'm so grateful that Scott cooked a great dinner last night.
2: Or I'm Mm -hmm. so
1: grateful for watching Big Bang Theory with one of my cats on my lap, you know?
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Getting a little bit of detail to it. But since I just published a gratitude journal that was actually based on this 30-day program that I started several months ago, Mm -hmm. I figured that, well, if I have a gratitude journal, I should probably use my own. So now I do that, too. (laughs) Oh,
4: nice, nice. I should probably do that.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm my own best testimonial.
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's great.
3: We hope you're enjoying this episode of Journal Talk. Have you already subscribed on iTunes? You won't want to miss the next episode. Go to the iTunes store and search under Journal Talk. All one word. Click subscribe and get your Journal Talk delivered free. Thanks for subscribing. And now, back to more Journal Talk.
0: Welcome back to Journal Talk. I'm your host, Nathan Oren. And right now, I'm creating this episode from my hotel room in Las Vegas, Nevada, where I've just attended day one of the new media expo. It's all about strategies. For delivering powerful content online. And, oh, my gosh, it's been incredible, this first day of learning new things and meeting new people. I'm really jazzed because a lot of the tips and the advice that they're giving out to podcasters, quite frankly, are, are things that I'm already doing. So I feel pretty proud that I'm I'm already doing a lot of this stuff uh, very well. And there's still so much more that I'm learning about how to make this even better. So I'll definitely keep you posted. And of course, tomorrow night is the award ceremony for the Best Podcast Awards. So uh, we'll get to see whether your votes were enough to name Journal Talk the winner for 2013. I'm really eager to find out. And of course... Whether we win the trophy or not, I just want to say I'm grateful for this whole experience, just this whole year, not just this weekend of uh, attending this, this conference, but the whole year has taught me so, so much. Speaking of conferences and gratitude, this episode today is about a conversation that I had with Lisa Ryan. Earlier this year, at a completely different conference, I met this extraordinary woman who made it her business to share the power of gratefulness. And I've I've known for a long time that gratitude is a perfect complement to the practice of journaling. Many of the guests on this show even uh, have talked about the mental and physical health benefits that come when people focus on their writing for what they're grateful for. And so my guest today, Lisa Ryan, she has some powerful examples of this in her own life, and also examples from people that she's worked with. So I'm so glad that she's our spokesperson uh, in this episode about keeping a gratitude journal. Coming next is the part of the conversation where Lisa gives us some practical examples, some ways that we can focus on gratitude in our writing. And I love the concept of take five and thrive. So listen to that and how she started her company, Grategy.
4: Why don't we jump over to Gratitude? Could you talk about your business and how it got started and what that's all about?
1: Sure. One of the things with Gratitude, which is gratitude strategies, that I felt was missing when it came to gratitude was a focus more on business, more on corporations, places that really need it. Because so many times, gratitude is seen as this kind of fluffy, ethereal with spiritual undertones to it, and and that's fine and dandy, and and gratitude is definitely there. But when we look at where we spend the bulk of our time, whether we're working at an office, working at a company, going to a place of work every day, we're spending Mm -hmm. the bulk of our time in an environment other than with our friends and family, and we're not feeling appreciated. And there's a lot of reasons for that, but more and more studies are starting to come out how much more productive employees are when they feel appreciated, how much more profitable an organization is when they take the time to acknowledge the good work that their employees are putting forward.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Being that I came from a corporate background, that's where I saw that the greatest need was for this message that I had discovered on my own. And I put together my first talk. It was called Appreciation Strategies, How to Harness the Power of Gratitude in Your Business. And then I was still, when I first put this talk together, I was still working full-time. So I did it part-time on a real limited basis whenever I could speak. And then when my position was eliminated in uh, 2010 is when I decided that, I had discovered what it was that I wanted to do for a living. I had been wanting to speak. Basically, it was on my goal list since 1989. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: I just decided to take my show on the road and do this full time. And I am Mm -hmm. having a ball.
4: That's great. That's great. And you're very well spoken and your presence on stage, you really draw audience attention to your message. I really appreciate your style. What would you say to people who are just starting out a gratitude journal? You've already kind of hinted, you know, with the three or five things a day. What advice would you give to people, especially people who are already, I don't have enough time. What would you say to people who just, they love the thought of it. It's hard to stay consistent.
1: When you're writing down five sentences, three to five sentences, but I kind of like five because, people can generally get to three pretty easily, and then it's numbers four and five that help them go deeper. But Mm. if you think about it, this is a practice that literally takes less than two minutes a day. So if you have your gratitude journal right by your bed, on the table by your bed, and before your feet touch the floor in the morning to Mm. reach over, get your gratitude journal, take a deep breath, Think about what you're grateful for and write it down. You start to set that positive expectation for the day, and especially since when you journal in the morning, you can be grateful in advance of the day.
2: Mm -hmm. What I I mean
1: by that is if you're having a meeting with a client or making a sales presentation, you can say, I am so grateful that I rocked my presentation. (laughs) Ah, that that positive expectation
2: yes yeah
1: I think what happens with people is they think that they can only be grateful for really big things or really bad things for example they can be grateful that yay I won the lottery or I got a great job or I met the love of my life and that's something to be grateful for or if something bad happens well I'm grateful that even though I got into a car accident today I'm fine and I'm grateful I'll be getting a new car <laughs> what people often the silver lining mentality. Yeah, but you know what? What people don't take the time to do is just the normal, ordinary stuff. I mean, today I'm grateful that I'm in a warm house. I'm grateful that yeah, you know, I can look outside and see the beauty of the outside. I'm grateful for electricity. I'm grateful for running water because you think about the places in the mm. world that don't have the luxuries that we have,
2: Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. when we can take the time, because people say, oh, Lisa, I don't have anything to be grateful for, and I just remind them. It's like I tell them to do the mirror test, and the mirror test, if you're not familiar with it, what you do is you pick up a mirror, you look in it, you breathe on it, and if there's fog on the mirror, you have something to be grateful for.
4: Wow. (laughs) Wow. I love it.
1: <laughs> Just taking that moment, no matter what is going on in your life, and starting where you're at, and not thinking that everything has to be deeply profound.
4: Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yet, like you said earlier, there is a upward spiral effect. You start with those things, and they accumulate, and there's something. You could call it like attracts like. You could call it the law of attraction. You could call it the secret. But once you start pulling in that wave-like energy, big things can happen. And you have a great story about some big things that happened in your family. Do you care to share?
1: You know, I, I think when a lot of this came to fruition, when it came to my uh, this 30-day challenge that I put together – I put it together primarily because of what I went through. It was right around Thanksgiving, actually, mm-hmm. and I had been having really trying times with my in-laws. You know, It was one of those that it had been going on for probably six months. It hit this really awful head in June. And not going into all the gory details, I told my husband, you know what, I am not seeing those people or speaking to them till the holidays. I was just done. So here I am, the gratitude queen, you know, doing all these pots on appreciation, and here's this group of people that I'm related to by marriage, and I can't stand to be around. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And I knew that, oh, no, Christmas is coming. You know, I couldn't escape again, so what am I going to do? Something's got to change. And what I realized is that what had to change was me because Mm. they weren't going to. So the first Mm. thing that I did is I said, you know what, I'm going to do a 30-day negativity fast. So any time a negative thought came into my mind about any of my relatives, I would cancel it and send them a blessing. And Mm. then I started to laser focus on what I was appreciative about my family, about my in-laws. And I was appreciative in a lot of different ways. I was kind of shaking it up a little bit, really looking at that for those 30 days before Christmas. The first couple days were really hard. Okay? <laughs> you know, I'd be sitting there going and a negative thought would come into my mind about my brother-in-law and I'd try to cancel it. My subconscious mind is saying, you, you don't really mean it. He really is a jerk. You know? No, cancel, cancel, cancel. I'm grateful uh-huh. for him because... And I just kept doing these affirmations, these positive mm-hmm. affirmations.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So fast forward 30 days. Christmas comes. We had a delightful day. I mean, it was just there was love in the air. We all got along. So then, My subconscious on the way home is thinking, oh, sure, but it's Christmas. Everybody's nice on Christmas. They didn't really change. <laughs> <laughs> so New Year's Eve. I am at the grocery store, and I'm going to be buying powdered sugar because I was making cream cheese frosting. So Mm -hmm. it was one of those things. I was rushing into the store. I had three minutes to do it. I rushed in the store, baking aisle, grabbed my powdered sugar, turned around, and I heard this, Hey, Lisa. And I turn around, and it's my sister-in-law and my niece standing Mm. there. And I said, oh, hi. They came up to me. They gave me a hug. They asked what Scott and I were doing for the New Year's Eve. They wished us well. And then they left. And I'm sitting there thinking, wow, who were those people and what did they do with the in-laws I didn't like? (laughs) (laughs) And since then, the relationship has been utterly transformed. Mm. So powerful. And again, just from my own experience of going through that, that's when I developed my Take 5 and Thrive program. And I've run it a couple times and miracles have happened. So it was so much more than me experiencing this. And it's powerful when you have that laser focus Mm and
2: being
1: Mm -hmm. very specific very intentional with your gratitude man it's amazing
3: hey guess what journal talk now has a listener participation hotline if you have a question or a comment you can call journal talk and leave a message for nathan or any of his guest journaling experts just call area code 805-751-6280 and leave a message at the tone. We'd love to hear your ideas, suggestions, or even just your voice of support. And now, back to more Journal Talk. Thank you, thank you for tuning in to Journal Talk.
0: This is Nathan Oren, and as I'm recording this, I am in Las Vegas, Nevada. and I'm, re- I'm getting ready to go take my seat at the ninth annual People's Choice Podcast Award Ceremony. And the people here at the New Media Expo have been just very gracious, and they've gone out of their way. Uh, They they even helped me reserve a seat for my dad. My dad has taken time out of his busy life to share this excitement with me. And my, my dad is very familiar with my podcast. Um, he also voted every day for journal talk during the voting period, and and sometimes my dad is my practice audience. Uh, he's uh, he'll listen to an episode if I get get done with an episode early before I publish it. He'll listen to it and give me some critique and, and feedback. And last year he even took my journaling course, the Passion, Clarity, and Purpose journaling course. Uh he took it and really enjoyed it. He said he got a lot out of it, uh more than he expected. And we've had some great conversations on this trip. It was a four and a half hour drive out here and, and we took turns took turns driving. It's just been a really good uh experience. It's great to be with him and connect and both of us are really looking forward to tonight whether whether we get the trophy for the podcast awards or not. Uh, but of course we hope we do. So um This week on Journal Talk, I'm sharing an interview that I had with Chief Appreciation Specialist Lisa Ryan, and she has this amazing 30-day program called Take 5 and Thrive to help boost your gratitude awareness, and it, it sounds really amazing. I really encourage you to check it out. I loved hearing about all the ways that it has changed people's lives, and I can imagine how powerful those first few days or even those first few weeks might be, but I did have to ask Lisa. At some time during those 30 days, is there ever a lull? Do people sort of peter out with gratitude at some point? Or is it one of those things that kind of builds on itself? What, what has been her experience? And in this next, next segment, you'll hear her share some tips about all of that and how to keep it fresh. She makes sure that you do not get bored with gratitude. <laughs> that she, she wants you to keep your gratitude journaling habit fresh and, and new. So uh, listen in. And Lisa, how do you get through the whole
4: 30 days?
1: Well, it's looking at being grateful in a lot of different ways. Because, Mm. again, if I was only focusing on writing down the same five things every day, it would get really boring really quick. Yeah, so one yeah. of the ways to do that is to, okay, well, I'm grateful for Scott every day because, like I said, I have an amazing husband. But I can be grateful that he cooked dinner. I could I could be grateful that he went into cleaning mode you because know, <laughs> when he starts cleaning the house, I just stay out of his way. And I'm really grateful for that.
3: Yeah. So
1: you can challenge yourself to be grateful for different aspects of the same person or of the same event. So instead Mm -hmm. of just the same five things, even if they are similar, to look for different aspects of that person, place, or thing that you're grateful for. Also, there's just not the gratitude journal. There's expressing gratitude to others. There's going into the silence and meditating on gratefulness. So there's Mm -hmm. a lot of different ways. Uh, You know, some people like the tactile sense of writing it down. Some Mm -hmm. people would rather, you know, make that sincere eye contact with somebody that they appreciate and tell them thank you. So Mm -hmm. when you just look for, like in the take five and thrive, one of the reasons why it's called that is that it challenges you to find gratefulness in five different ways and mm-hmm. gives you all different types of hints as far as, uh, you know, how to to do that. But it's just kind of shaking it up a little bit.
4: Yeah, yeah, I like it. And keeping it new and fresh will definitely kind of keep the enthusiasm, you know, the momentum going. That's great. So you told us how the 30-Day Take 5 and Thrive started and the great example with your family and the changes that it caused in in your relationships what has it become today? What's it all about?
2: This is
1: actually a 30-day program, and what it entails is there is a daily video where it's, it's about three or four minutes, so they don't take up an awful lot of time of day, but it gives you some ideas as far as how to focus on the, your gratefulness for that day.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: when I ran the program in June, and that was the, the pilot program I actually took the time to interview people afterwards who had taken it, and it was funny because I was getting all these emails from people saying, I just love waking up with you in the morning. I'm like, okay there, friend. (laughs) But that was the first thing that they would do. They would go to their computer, watch the video for the day, take that couple minutes and start their gratitude practice. Nice. There's a workbook. I have a couple of my different ebooks that go along with it. And actually I'm I'm throwing in some bonuses too with my gratitude experiment movie is going to come as a, a special bonus actually for your audience. But nice you know, I experience it for myself and I shouldn't have been surprised, but when I interviewed people that took it, I had one woman, Barbara Right before the challenge started, she had approached me, and the reason why she took it is she had just been tentatively diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, and she was really down about it, and she took Mm. the challenge. And when I followed up with her 30 days later just to see what she noticed, by that time she had been diagnosed, the disease was confirmed, that she has Parkinson's. Mm. and yet because she had been focusing on gratitude for 30 days she said you know lisa i am not going to let this disease beat me i am going to beat it mm. and it changed the way that she looked at her physical health i had oh, another no. guy who hadn't been who hadn't made his sales quota for 2 years he was always negative about his job, you know, him and his coworkers or the other sales reps were just complaining all the time, just creating this spiral of negativity. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: He started receiving my gratitude thought of the week probably eight months ago. So he started to focus a little bit, you know, once a week with this little inspirational thought that I send out Mm -hmm. And then when I did the challenge, he took it for 30 days. And he said within that time, not only did he make his quota, he blew it out of the water and ended up getting a really nice (laughs) bonus.
2: Wow. Wow.
1: I had another woman that nine days into it, reconnected with an old flame on Facebook, and now they're madly in love. and (laughs) 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 And that's what she was focusing on. She wanted to bring that significant other into her life.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: The point being that no matter what it is that you're looking for, whether it is to heal a relationship or make a relationship better or work on your career, bring a new career to you, or if you're dealing with some kind of physical challenge, when we can get to that place of gratitude and we can do it in that laser-focused way for just a short 30 days, that starts it because that starts to create that habit that then Mm -hmm. is with Mm -hmm.
2: us. But
1: that's where the magic comes in, is just taking that step, making that commitment to do it.
2: You're listening to Journal Talk with your host, Nathan Oren. Journal Talk is a bi-weekly podcast bringing you resources, information, and inspiration about all things journaling. And now, back to Journal Talk.
0: Hi there, everyone. I am so thankful that you've tuned in to Journal Talk. I'm 250 miles away from home right now, learning a ton about the craft of podcasting in Las Vegas, Nevada, ways to make Journal Talk more valuable, more engaging. And I'm really impressed with the people that I'm meeting. And I'm I'm realizing that my baby of a podcast show, just one year old, not even one year, it's one year old next month. Uh, still, I still have a lot of growing up to do, and yet... I'm really grateful for all the ways that Journal Talk is already successful. It's been a great experience so far, and uh, I just love being able to share about the importance of journal writing. I'm super, super happy and grateful to you, the Journal Talk listeners, the terrific guest experts that have been on the show over the past year. All of you have played an important role in all of in this project. And so, uh, you know, just by your downloading and listening to the episodes, by sharing the episodes with your friends, uh posting them up on your sites, tweeting about them, sharing it on Facebook, you are all part of this production. It is incredible. It's a great community and uh I I feel in some ways like a ringleader of the community and in other time in other ways I feel like I am the student. <laughs> Doing most of the learning here. Um, I have a couple of quick announcements before this last ep- uh, segment of conversation. Number one, the Journaling Expo is coming up just a week away, so it's your last chance to register. The event is next Sunday, January 12th at 10 o'clock a.m. Pacific time. You need to register for the event, but there's a two step process. You have to also register for the webinar, it's a go to meeting, and seating is limited. It will be recorded, but please make sure you do that extra extra step of registering for the webinar in addition to the registering for the expo itself. I'll be delivering a presentation uh, after that, January 23rd. It's a Thursday at 11.45 a.m., um, it's through the Power Training Institute. You may have heard of Select Staffing, a national uh, placement agency, and they're using uh, they're using Power Lunch, uh, basically lunch and learn, they call it. And I'm going to be talking about using journal writing as a tool for boosting your professional career. It's also a free event, and the details are on my website. So please go and. And check that out. I encourage you to sign up for that because number the biggest reason to sign up for that course, in addition to, you know, learning all about uh, uh, your boosting your career, but I'm going to be offering a special discount um, to the first 20 people who register for the Passion, Clarity, Purpose course. It's coming right up. It's um, January 26th. It's six weeks. And in those six weeks, you get a seven group telephone sessions working with me personally and we do some great journaling exercises. There's encouragement and support. Every time I've taught this class, people end up sharing huge breakthroughs that they create for themselves, the relationships, their career, uh, have hobbies that they've started or reconnected with. It's, it's passion, clarity, purpose. It's its all about rediscovering and tapping into the things that are most important in your life and having that straight talk with yourself to get clear about who you are, what you want, and, and just connecting to your overall purpose, plans, goals, and meaning in life. It's a $197 course. I'm knocking $100 off. Uh, so The investment is just $97 for seven weeks. I'm going to be offering that at the Power Training Institute presentation on January 23rd. Make sure you attend so you can take advantage of that offer. It's great work. It's a lot of of fun, and it starts January 26th. Uh, More details are also, just if you want details about that course, uh, they're on my website. Okay, I have one final segment of conversation to play with you with Lisa Ryan, and I'm, I'm asking Lisa to share with us how to get started with her 30-day gratitude challenge that she calls Take 5 and Thrive. She has also graciously made a special offer available just for Journal Talk listeners. So please listen out for that. Uh, Be sure that you take advantage of her weekly gratitude quote email that she sends out. You can get that from uh, Gratigy.com, her website. These are very short, concise emails that you can use as a perfect writing prompt for your gratitude journaling so here's lisa ryan and i'll be back at the end uh to share with you the results of the 2013 people's choice podcast awards yay here's lisa
4: Lisa, how can people reach you and take advantage of some of the challenges that you offer and Take Five and Thrive and any other little thing you want to share?
1: Sure. First of all, my gratitude thought of the week can be found at my website. It's on all the pages. (laughs) It says, Got Gratitude? Sign up here. Uh, It is gratitude.com, which is G-R-A-T-E-G-Y.com. And that is a free, inspirational message that seems to show up exactly when people need it. It's it's amazing how many emails I get every week of people writing me going, how did you know that was exactly the message that I needed? <laughs> so that is certainly something that your audience can take advantage of. And just get that. It's very short. I try to keep it above the fold uh, mm-hmm. on the email so you don't have to scroll down. But it's a nice way to start or end the day. And then if any of your listeners would like to try the Take Five and Thrive Challenge, they can go to the website is Take Five and Thrive. It's all spelled out, T-A-K-E-F-I-V-E-A-N-D-T-H-R-I-V-E dot com. And mm-hmm. the program is normally $197, but if you put in the code Beyond, B-E-Y-O-N-D, that'll actually take $100 off the price, so it'll bring it down to $97.
2: Wow, And then there'll very be nice. some
1: extra bonuses that you'll get as a result of that, including the movie The Gratitude Experiment, which I just did with several people from The Secret, including Bob Proctor, John Martini, Mary Morrissey, Marie Diamond, and John Gray from Men Are From Mars, Women Are From mm. Venus.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. That's fantastic. Thank you for that. Um, oh, you're very yeah. welcome.
1: It's funny because being the fact that I speak on this and I write about it and, and talking, you know, changing the world one thank you at a time is my mission in life. I have several of my friends, many of my friends, that were always kind of under the guise of, oh, that's Lisa's thing. Yeah, that's her thing. I don't really need to keep a gratitude journal. So they didn't. Many times as I told them that what a great idea was, they just didn't do it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: In a 10-day period, I had two of my very close friends call me and almost had the exact same conversation. But Diane called me first, and she said, you know, Lisa, you've been yakking about this gratitude journal as long as I've known you. I've never done anything about it. But I have to say, you know, my kids have been driving me insane. My business isn't doing all that great right now. I said, oh, what the heck, I'm going to do this darn journal. And that's the (laughs) attitude she went into it with. She said, you're not going to believe what's been happening. I'm like, well, actually, yeah, I would. That's why I've been telling you to do a journal. (laughs) She was telling me, customers started calling her, her business started taking off, and she said that what was the most surprising to her is that her 14-year-old son came home from school, put his arms around her, and said, Mom, I just want to let you know that I love you. (laughs) At that moment is when she realized the power of it. So she has become one of my biggest testimonials about the power of it. It's the people that we love the most that sometimes don't act on what our friends are saying because it's their thing. So all I can do to challenge your listeners, your audience, is no matter how you're feeling about it, to just take that challenge. Whether it be with Take Five and Thrive or not, it doesn't matter Get out a piece of paper, get out notebook paper, a a journal, whatever you have, and start writing down what you're grateful for. Start taking those two minutes a day and just do it. Do it for 30 days, and at the end of 30 days, if you don't notice any difference at all, if nothing in your life has changed, then okay, you can stop. But it's the point of just doing it. It doesn't Mm -hmm. take a lot of time to do You know, we make time for everything else in our lives. We all have 24 hours in a day. We can certainly take two minutes and find a way to get to gratitude. And when we do, it is absolutely positively life-changing on every single
4: level. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you so, so much for saying that. It rings so true for me, too. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Lisa, thank you so, so much for your time and sharing all the great wisdom and for your offer and inviting the listeners to really take a look at some things for themselves
0: and I'm sure we'll be in touch.
1: Okay, well you are very welcome my friend.
0: Alright. Well, Journal Talk listeners, the moment of truth had has come and gone and Journal Talk did not win the 2013 Podcast Awards. Oh well, there's always next year. Uh, But I had a great time, and the winner actually went to a great, talented group of people that do a podcast called The Fat-Burning Man. Great guy, great group of people, has been doing this for a long time, about seven years, I understand, and uh, very, very well-deserved award and recognition. So I was glad to be there, and congratulations to The Fat-Burning Man. Check out his podcast at FatBurningMan.com. And we'll see you next time. Until then, keep on writing.
3: This episode of Journal Talk is copyright and brought to you by Write for Life, an online resource for living with passion, clarity, and purpose through journaling. Visit our website at W R I T E the number four, life, L-I-F-E dot U-S. Thanks again for listening to Journal Talk and for voting that this is the best health and fitness podcast 2013.